I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. It is our first town hall inside a high school right here at Dickinson High School in Jersey City, New Jersey. Our focus, our future, that's what we're talking about with an amazing panel and also with a group of teen girls from the city of New Jersey City. I'm talking too much. Let me do that short. I'm going to do it shorter because I want to get right to them. Third time's a charm or the strikeout. <laughs> If it doesn't work this time, we'll just have Michael give us some beats and everyone dance. Okay. <laughs> and what celebrity can say. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. For the first time, we are doing our Street Soldiers Town Hall inside a high school, a public high school, with teen girls. We're talking about their focus and their future, and have we got an amazing panel. Joining me is the one and only Laura Stiles. She is the co-host of Hot 97's morning show, Ebro in the Morning. She's also the director of the Envision Fest, which is an empowerment program for young girls. Laura, great to have you with us. Hi, everybody. Next to Laura joining us is Velissa Vaughn. She's the US PR manager for the high fashion brand D Squared. Velissa, great to have you. And I think you know the woman at the end of the table here, the one and only Hood Celebrity. Yes, that Hood Celebrity, KSR, epic recording artist. Her link, latest single is Inside, and you definitely have heard her on Hot 97, her song Walking Trophy. we played many, many times. Her latest, single, her latest single is Inside, and she's got a lot to say about making it in the music industry, and we're going to hear from her about that, too. And, of course, like I said, we'll take your questions later on. Laura, first of all, what were some of the things that people told you that you would never be able to do or that you felt were kind of barriers? Okay, so first of all, what a pleasure being here today with all you beautiful faces. Like, you guys should be so proud and so, so thankful that you have an amazing group of people who work very hard behind the scenes to make this happen. So it's my pleasure being here with you guys today. And all of us, and I can speak for all of us, we were in your seats at one point. We were all in high school, and, you know, high school has its ups and its downs. And, but one thing with me, growing up, I really wanted to be music, except I couldn't sing. I couldn't rap. I couldn't play an instrument. So I was like, what am I going to do? I can't even really dance, except a little, you know, a little one-two. So I was obsessed with being in music, and everyone's like, you have no business in music. That's not for you. You should try something else, right? But I was so annoying. And I was like, what is it? You know, what can I do? And I just became obsessed with music and the music industry and understood that it's a business. And I think that when you're a fan of something and people tell you no, 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 you have to figure out your niche and how you fit in. And believe me, there's room for everybody. So even though I loved music and I couldn't be a performer, I knew that there was a place for me. So I wanted to be a DJ at that time, and you guys are so lucky because now you can download computer programs that allow you to have like a whole database of music, right? It, when I was growing up, I had to buy actual like vinyl, which is like $10 a piece, and I couldn't afford that. My, you know, my parents had just, you know, were barely living check to check, and I found purpose in looking for other incredible women in my network. 
from my mother to neighbors. But then I remember turning on the radio and listening to this woman named Nautica De La Cruz, and I was like, if she could do it, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? And I started just becoming obsessed with radio and how radio works. And I think one thing that you should all understand is that all of us are really good at something, right? And right now you should focus on finding that passion. And within that passion, you're going to figure out how you can make it work for you. And I think one of the biggest goals uh, for me was always, I just want to be happy and make money being happy. And, and having fun. And having fun. Yeah, and having, and having fun. fun. And, and I think, like, as you get curious and you're trying to figure out, um, you're a senior, you're like, what am I going to do? What college am I going to go to? You know, I, I think exploring and really understanding different types of businesses and finding your position and kind of just seeing yourself. Because I would see myself in those shoes and figuring out all the steps you need to that, take that to get to there. And, and speaking of fashion... Melissa Vaughn, tell us about tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are now. You're one of the very few women and very few uh, women of color in the fashion world internationally at an international level. I mean, for me, it all started out as playing basketball in high school. So I <laughs> love sports, and I thought that I wanted to do sports commentating in college, and I actually did that for a bit. I wanted to be on ESPN, or I wanted to be on the NFL sideline. And once I did that, I realized it wasn't what I really wanted to do. And I always had a passion for fashion. Um, you know, a lot of my teammates even did fashion merchandising in college. And I'm like, that's just not for me. And then I got an opportunity outside of school based on somewhat of like what Laura said is aligning yourself with positive people and working your network. And I got an opportunity to start out in fashion. And then it kind of just, I kind of realized that's what I wanted to do. Um, I come from a really small town where I graduated with 90 kids, um, wow. a super kind of poverty-driven neighborhood. But I did have parents who were like, you actually can be whatever you want to be. High school is a time when you know, people are, at least where I'm from, were you know, coming up pregnant. I had some deaths in my high school. And it's really about just kind of staying focused. And sports helped me allow to do, allowed me to do that. And at the end of the day, it was just like, you look to the left, you look to the right, and you just have to kind of gear straight and know what it is that you want to be in life and for me it was just being successful and like trial and error you kind of find again what you're good at and then you kind of just stick to it and let that propel you forward exactly excellent Hood celebrity tell tell us about the music dream of a little girl in the bronx who ended up on the summer jam stage who's now traveling around the world performing your hit songs Keeping your flavor, keeping that dance hall flavor and, and the Caribbean flavor with the music too. Tell us about that. I feel like for me it was a little bit different because I came from a family where I had to um, provide for my mom and provide for my brothers and sisters. So it was a little different for me. Um, I went to high school for violin and dance. I used to play the violin. But when I finished high school, I didn't really follow my dreams right away because, like I said, I was always the breadwinner. So I had to take care of my brothers and sisters. I had to provide for the household. But like I said, um, at first, my mom didn't want me to do music. My mom wanted me to be a nurse or a lawyer. So it's always like just follow your dreams and never live in anyone else's shadow and follow what you want. And with me following music, at first when I started, with me working, I used to work in a clothing store in the Bronx called Capo Fashion. And I used to go in there every morning just singing music, singing my songs, writing while I'm helping customers. And I remember one day my boss was like, I'm tired of you. Like, every day you come here, it's just music, music, music. Like, he was so sick and tired of me. Just As, as soon as I'll be done with a customer, I'll go right back to writing because, like I said, that was my passion. And 
with him like always putting me down and my mom not wanting me to quit because I wanted to quit. I was, after a while, I was like a little miserable working there. And my mom telling me like, you need to focus on your job. You gotta, you know, bring something to the household. But with me accomplishing everything I've done, it just shows like always follow your dreams and always do what you love and never live in anyone as a shadow. All right, well, thank you very much for that. And when we come back, we're gonna talk with our guests about how they do that, how they actually made those dreams a reality. This is our special episode of Street Soldiers, our Teen Girl Town Hall. I'm Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Sierra, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, baby, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. It is our teen girl town hall right here in Jersey City. Joining me for this groundbreaking episode, the one and only Laura Stiles. She's the co-host of Hot 97's morning show. She's also the music director for the Envision Festival. Laura, great to have you with us. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Also with us is Melissa Vaughn. She's the USPR manager for the high fashion line D Squared. Melissa, great to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also with us is the one and only Hood Celebrity. She's a KSR epic recording artist. Her latest single is Inside, and you definitely heard her last hit, Walking Trophy. Hood Celebrity, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, give them, a, give them a round of applause. Okay, ladies, please feel free to jump in on this because, you know, we, we've got a certain amount of time and we want to get as much info out to the, to the teens as, as possible. It's, it's easy to say, pursue your dreams. I wanted to follow my dream. I had this vision. But actually, the first step, like when you're 17 or 16 or 15 or you're just getting out of school, you just finished high school, the, what are some of the steps? Like, what are some of the principles, Laura, that you learned along the way here? The biggest thing that helped me out is that I was extremely focused. And I know that high school can be very distracting. You want to fit in. You want to make sure that, you know, you have the right clothes. That, and you guys got a lot more pressure because when I grew up, I didn't have social media. So I didn't have to deal with everything that you guys have to deal with. But I think what helped me out is that I was focused. I knew that I wanted to do something in music. And I started researching and understanding that the music industry is a business and radio is a business. And I saw myself, I visualized myself, so I was kind of studying the careers of, of women like Lisa and, and, and women like Angie Martinez and other women in, in the industry that I wanted to be in and how they made it. And honestly, my very first step was getting coffee for people. You know what I mean? Picking their brains. Like, you can't be too cool to do any of that stuff. Like, I was sweeping floors, you I gotta had be four humble. jobs. Like, so basically, so basically the, the lesson is, when they open the door, yes. even though what they're offering you might not, as long as it's legit and legal, course, I'm not gonna get course, you arrested. The, yeah. or, or cause you any trouble. But if they're opening the door and they're asking you to do something, yes, if that's the it. place you wanna be, you just go you right do in. do it, because you'll never know who you're gonna meet and who you're gonna learn from. Exactly. Melissa, what about you? Get, getting into the fashion business, because that's not an easy business even for people that are super connected. You started out with zero connections with streetwear. I mean, ultimately, it's, it's basically, I'll just piggyback off of what they said. Even now, up until this point, you know, my giving back is always having interns. You know, so like Lisa said, and like, or I'm sorry, like Laura said, you know, you're, you start off getting coffee. And I will say that this day and age, people are like, well, I just want to propel to the top, flex on social media, uh -huh. and I think I have it like that. But reality is, is when you put in the work, you get the results. You, there's no shortcuts. 
So at the end of the day, you know, when you do find something that you're passionate about, you need to align yourself with the right types of people and don't be afraid to get a coffee or go make a copy or whatever it takes. Especially in my industry, you know, we really don't even look at hiring assistants until we see intern level experience. So just to push off of that, it's more about getting your foot in that door and then also being accountable. If you bring in a resume, you need to actually have that experience. You need to actually be willing to do those roles that will get and you to fun. the next level, right? And, and not fun. Hood celebrity, what, what, about the, what about the hard work and also building the right kinds of relationships? How important is, are both of those? It's very important. I say um, surround yourself with the right people and surround yourself with people who do what you love or who do what you want to do. For example, if you want to be a musician, surround yourself with musicians. Don't surround yourself with people, and as crazy as it may sound, don't surround yourself with people who don't have the same goal as you do because they're not going to encourage you and y'all don't have nothing in common. So the encourage, let's, let's talk about the people around you because a lot of it, you know, there's that, there's that phrase, how many of you heard that, like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yep. Right? Like the people that, there's a, you know, there's a lot of haters out there. You're, everybody's cool and then as soon as you start to break out a little bit and you start to get some success or some recognition, maybe you did, the, you, know, you did a lot better on an exam than everybody else or you got some award or you're one of the, you know, leading the teen mentoring program here in Jersey City or whatever, people, you know, you get that blowback from people that's, that's, that's negative. How do you deal with that? I mean, to me, it's, I like piggybacking on what Hood Celebrity said, you have to surround yourself with people who have something positive to offer. Like, I grew up with my friends who were like, nah, we just want to smoke weed and hang out. All right, that's cool, but I can't really smoke weed and hang out because I got to get up early. I have to make sure I'm clear. My mind is clear and I'm focused because I got to get up early to go to school, then go to my internship, then go to my job. And, and you cannot let anybody deter you from your dream, man. Whatever it is you want to do. We're already coming from a background, right, that we had nothing given to us. We had nobody working in the fashion or music industry. So you got to make it happen for yourself. It's about being focused and telling yourself every day if whatever it is that you want to do, that you can do it and you're not going to stop until you get there. What, what about that hood celebrity? And relationships with guys, too, because sometimes that can be a big distraction. Yeah, I feel like um, coming from a background, right, where my mom always tell me like, to stay focused and just not be easy influence. And I know it's kind of easier said than done, but you can't let anyone influence you on in doing anything you don't want to do. Not a guy, not your friend, not your best friends, because truth is, the consequences, only you pay for it. So you got to do what you want to do and not what a guy will tell you to do, not what your friends will tell you to do. So what do you say when, which I'm sure happened to you in the Bronx, people say, oh, once you started, you know, really bubbling up with your career, yeah. people go, oh, Hood, you've changed. You're, you're not the same. Like, that's an insult. And that's cool. I mean, success, success and leveling up always bring changes anyway. So if you're not changing, you're really not accomplishing anything. So that's cool for me to change. If I'm going up, I'm okay with that. Melissa, what about that? I would just add to all of that is that the, I was always on a team because I played sports. So the girls around me, we were like really good at basketball. Um, so we held ourselves accountable. Like, girl, you gotta be at practice. Girl, you gotta good, good, get good grades. Even at your age right now, when I was in your shoes, sitting in an assembly, like, what are these people talking about? You know, you're like, it's real life. I'm friends with those same group of girls because we held ourselves at certain standards today. That's I ain't gonna drop my age, but that was a long time ago. And ultimately, you align yourself with people at an age like where you are now that 
want to get to class on time. I know it sounds corny, but it's it's the fact. It's the truth, you know. Because those habits are habits those that you're going to carry with that'll you. carry with you. And as you get older, you start to like lose friends, as you'll find out. All these people that you were best friends in high school with, relationships change. But the ones who actually were about something are the ones that will carry over into later in life. So it's all about establishing good friendships with good people now, because those are the types of people that you want next to you later. The people that you're trying to show off for, or show up for, you might not even know them in a couple of years. Or the ones that make you feel less than. Absolutely. Than, than what you when are. I can say a lot of the people, I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through eighth grade, and then public school in high school. And so people used to judge me like, oh, here comes Velissa. She plays basketball. She thinks she's better because she didn't go to public school with us. But they learned, I mean, they learned that I was about something and then they made me class president and they're like, oh, she's actually really cool and she cares. So at the end of the day, I hate to say it, I know it's cliche, but those same kids that put me down, they're not really doing too much today. Just, and, and just being and, honest. And, and, and there it is. This is Street Soldiers, our special Teen Girl Town Summit right here from Jersey City. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Rhapsody, and you're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, where we talk about power, but also push for peace. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. It's our Teen Girl Town Hall from Jersey City. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining me for this groundbreaking episode, the one and only Laura Stiles. She's a co-host of Hot 97's morning show, Ebro in the AM. Laura, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can give her a little round of applause here. It's all right. It's all good. The props, you know, this is this is all about supporting each other and supporting what we're doing. Next to her is Melissa Vaughn. She's the USPR manager for the fashion line D Squared. And next to Melissa is the one and only Hood Celebrity, KSR Epic Recording Artist. Hey, her latest single is Inside, and you know her from Walking Trophy. No, I'm not going to do it. Walking Trophy. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. I know, but you know, we love that song. All right, so we want to take some questions and comments. And Capricious, you're going to be the first one. Come on over here. Yes. All right, here. It's, all, it's, always, it's always good to be the first. Okay, what's your, come over here, please. We want to make sure you're, you're, you, we get you on camera here. What's your question or comment for our panelists? Well, my question is, what... Does the same thing that motivated you back then motivate you now? Oh, excellent question. Let's go right down the line. Laura Stiles. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I always wanted to be, to be honest with you, and we were discussing that behind the scenes, I always wanted to be a positive example to my little sisters, but especially to my mother, because she sacrificed so much, and I wanted to make sure I was the one that was going to make her proud and provide for her eventually. So and still motivates I, you. Yes. I'm still taking care of my mom to this day. All right. Melissa? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Got to take care of moms. Um, for the same reasons, yes. Um, and like she said, we were just spoke, speaking about it before we came back. But I just never really wanted to give my mom a hard time. So I just kind of did what was right and kept it moving because... Like Hood said earlier, um, you know, you kind of, the decisions that you make carry on forever, and those are your consequences. So make the right decisions early. You don't have to deal with any nonsense later on. Oh, that's so true. That is so true. Hood Celebrity, what about that? Definitely the same thing that motivates me now, because like I said, like I'm the breadwinner for my family. So with me choosing to do something that I love, and I love music, so it definitely still motivates me now. All right, same, same motivation. Okay, stand up, please. Okay, what's your question or comment? Hello. So my name is Daisy, and my question is, how do you handle rejection professionally? 
Oh, that's an excellent Ooh, question. All right, I'm going to start the other end of the line. Oh, Hood celebrity, it, it, you know in the <laughs> entertainment business, for all the successes, there's also a lot of rejection. Yeah. And a lot of things, people going, well, we really like you, but you're not quite right for this. You know, something like that. How do you handle rejection? That was a great, that was was a great a, question. Let, first, let me start Journalist. by saying that was a great, Journalist. great question. We're going to talk. And how do I handle rejection? Yeah. I keep a smile on my face, and I always tell you, thank you so much, I appreciate it. But that really makes me go harder. Like when I leave, when I walk away, I promise you, I'm gonna keep you in the back of my mind and I'm gonna make sure I prove you wrong. All right, prove them wrong, prove them wrong. Melissa, what about that? When you hear a no, you can always try to negotiate. And if you don't know what you stand for, then you'll be willing to take a no and just somewhat lay down. So kind of to combine, if you're willing to negotiate or you're willing to say, okay, you know what, you might not accept me now, or you might not want me for this position now, I'm gonna show you later on that it was your loss. All right, I, li I like that. Success is, the, I don't wanna use a revenge word, but I have to, success is the best revenge. <laughs> yep. Laura Siles, what, what about that? I, uh, all of us, especially in, in these fields, we got to get comfortable with getting no's. But you know what it is? It's like when you're focused and you know this is what you want to do, you have to be okay with it. And you know what? To, to what you're saying, I've asked people, like, why didn't I get the job? And I learned from it. And I kind of make a little checklist in my head. I was like, all right, I make sure that the next time I go up for that, you know, interview, that I'm checking all the boxes off because I'm going to make sure I'm the best candidate for the position. And always keep your self-confidence up. You always got to make sure that you're confident in yourself because you want other people to believe in you. You got to make sure you believe in yourself. And I, and I think the other thing, too, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to see, especially when you're starting out. It was hard for me to see. Starting out, too, sometimes you, you get something that you think you're absolutely prepared for. You're absolutely the right candidate for. You're absolutely the right person for. You got the best credentials, the whole thing, and you don't get it. And you're like, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? What happened? And then to come to find out six months later, that whole situation just kind of blew up. It's, it wasn't going to last. It was going to be a bad thing. And something better comes along. So my motto is when you don't get it, it's because something better is on its way. That's how I deal with it. All right, who's got it? Stand up here, baby. Tell us your first name and, you, and, and give us your question and comment. Hello, my name is Dinesha. First of all, thank you for coming. Aww. Secondly, in your experience as a woman and a woman of color, was being a woman ever an obstacle or a wall into getting the opportunities you feel like you deserved? Great question. How about that? Melissa, I'm going to start with you on that because you're, you're in the corporate world and you know, there, there's a lot of male domination there, dominated too. So not only is it male-dominated, but in fashion, it's very few people of color, in a sense. So even for the company that I work at, holding a very senior position um, in the United States, we have a really small team, but we're headquartered in Italy, and there's nobody else but me um, of color or a woman and you know holding that type of position so it reminds you that you know when you get the chair pulled out to have a seat at that table you need to come correct you know you need to you know there are times where you feel like you're rep I'm representing you in a sense so you know I obviously hold myself to a high you know level of accountability um, there are times when we you know may feel that you know being a woman of color is you know, not the best position to be in, but we're in a new era and we do matter and oh, yes. we can do whatever we want.
I, I love that. Laura, I want to get your thoughts on that as a, as a Latina, too, because yeah, there's certain yeah. stereotypes, and too, that, that, that you no, must have dealt with. No, absolutely. Listen, guys, right now on my show, I am the only woman on the show. All right. I am the only woman on the show. It's great. It, it's great, and I'm, and I'm happy that I'm there, but at the same time, I shouldn't be the only woman on the show. Do you understand what I'm saying? So every time to what she said... My goal has always been to be prepared. So it's not even about me being a, a woman, a Latina woman, or just being the only woman in the room. It's that when you come to me, I know what the hell I'm talking about, and I know what I'm going to do with my position. So preparation is key. I made it a point to educate myself in the system when it comes to radio. I was like, I need to know everything because when it comes down to it, they're always going to choose the person that's the most prepared. Right. And 100%. you got to make sure that you're always, always on top of your game. All right, Hood Celebrity, you want to weigh in on that as a woman of color? I say it's definitely is male-dominated, but I feel like as women, we always have to go hard, and I'm always competing with the guys anyway, and I never lose. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Woo! And you know what they say, sometimes the best man for the job is a woman. Yep. So my question for you guys is, how did you get your internship, and how old were you when you started? Oh, this is an excellent question. I'm glad you asked that. In, in terms of internships, our guests have spoken about how important internships are. It's a little more difficult to get them now because you have to be, a lot of times, for legal reasons, as part of a, a college program. Laura, what about internships? Because so, yeah. we get asked a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now all of our interns at, that I work for are, are a part of a program, right? But when I started, honestly, I was working for somebody else, like breaking down sets and working for them. I was always on time. I was always reliable. It had nothing to do with radio, but that person knew I wanted to be in radio. So when it, the time came that I was like, this is what I'm going to pursue, he recommended me to somebody who works in radio. And because I had such a positive you know, reputation with them, they were like, this woman, I was like, she doesn't know anything about radio. That's what she wants to do. And I, I went in there and I was like, I want to learn from you. I promise you to be on time and to deliver any task you give me. And I was about 20 years old. I was 20 years old and I was in college. I had just started. I, I, actually, I was about to start. I was about to start because I had moved from Los Angeles to New York on my own to pursue radio. And, um, and the, first, you know, the first gig that they gave me was like, all right, well, you're going to help clean up around here and put stuff away. And I was like, all right, whatever you need. And from there on, I was just humble and ready to learn. And I would just do whatever it takes to be like, give me, give me the chance to shadow you for a day. Give me a chance to you know, sit in the studio or teach me how to do this. But... You just got to make sure that whenever you're giving that opportunity, you take full advantage of it. Because let me tell you something, we're all busy and we don't need to stop what we're doing to help you. But if we believe in you and we know that you are really serious, you'll get that opportunity. Exactly. So and I advantage. just I, I want to get, get feedback from our other panel, too. That's an excellent point. And especially being in, in the broadcast industry as we are, we get asked a lot about internship. And I just want to say something that so everybody we get asked this question a lot. You need to be, for most businesses now, most careers, you need to be at an accredited college or junior college or university coming through their internship program in order to even get in the door at a lot of these bigger businesses and a lot of these that are, are run by corporations. They do it for legal reasons. You have to be able to get credit. So as you're thinking about your future, you might, you might want to think about the school um, I hope a lot of you are considering college. You want to think about a school that has internship programs actively, even as early as the freshman year, because sometimes they make you wait. But that's that's a key a key door opener. And then the other tip I would give, I would like to share, which I think Laura just hit on too, is to you know to say you will shadow a person or you would like to observe 
for a day or two. That's, that's something that's, you know, that's a lot easier to negotiate than an internship. And then if you kind of fit in and see like you get it, then they may be able to do other things for you too. Melissa, did you want to weigh in on that? Because you've uh, been in a very corporate environment. I did. Um, so for the most part, actually, it's a great question. I went reverse. I started working. And then when I decided to move and come into luxury fashion, I've been working already for like five years. So at that point, I'm like mid-20s. So there's no age or time limit to any of this thing. When I moved to New York City, I had to intern again after having put in work at Harper's Bazaar, which is a magazine you guys might be familiar with, in order to get my... So you didn't take that attitude like, well, I've already done Absolutely this and I'm in my not. 20s? And that's the thing. I think you have to reprogram your mind that there's no age or time frame that will limit you. So in order to graduate, to get my master's degree, I had to fulfill an internship. They don't care what, how old you are or how much experience that you had. Um, so that's kind of, and being at Harper's Bazaar then led me to my another internship, which was D squared, and I worked myself up. What I will say to pinpoint on both of you guys is that um, don't be afraid to do shadowing. Don't be afraid to get mentors that, you know, you guys are young now, you're not necessarily ready for college. Like they both mentioned, you have to most, for the most part, be in college to get a credit um, for the internship. For instance, like at D Squared, all my interns are at least required to be taking a one credit class in order to be an intern. But, you know, you get, there's ways, there's Google. If there's something that you're interested in, you find that person all the time, at least, I like to take at least one informational interview a week where someone found me on LinkedIn, someone found me on Google, they'll email me, they'll say, hi, Melissa, you know, I'm a senior in, in high school, I'm interested in fashion, would you be willing to take a coffee or can I come to your office and sit down and talk? I like to mentorship girls, so that's an opportunity for me to meet people and then when they go off to college, they stay connected and then we just keep it going. And then if they have an opportunity, if I have an opportunity or can share their information, if I see they're on the right path, I then do that. I've been able to help a lot of girls that way. No, definitely open a lot of doors. All, all of you have for, for many people. This is Street Soldiers, our special Teen Girl Town Hall from Jersey City. We'll be right back. Y'all, 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 you don't know your girl with celebrity. And right now, you're watching Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, Mod Wadea, Street. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. It's our Teen Girl Town Hall from Jersey City. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining me for this groundbreaking episode, the one and only Laura Stiles. She's co-host of Hot 97's morning show, Ebro in the AM. She's also the music director for the Envision Entertainment event. Laura, great to have you with Thank us. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Also with us is Melissa Vaughn. She is the USPR manager for the fashion line D Squared. Melissa, great to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also with us is the one and only Hood Celebrity, the KSR epic recording artist. Her latest single is Inside. You know her from her last hit, Walking Trophy. Hood Celebrity, great to have you with us. Okay, Nicole, what's your question? Uh, my question is, did you ever forgive those, like the ones that say you want to be where you are today? Oh, excellent question. Hood Celebrity, how about that? Do you ever forgive those who say you shouldn't be where you, you are today? I'm be honest with you, with my boss, I just, I feel like I just forgave him like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did. You did eventually. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it's too much, what, what, what made you but I was decide holding, to do I was holding on to it for a very long time because like as I kept elevating, I kept going up, all I kept hearing in my head was, every day you come in here is music, music, music. So it kind of did mess a little bit with me, but I had to let it go. 
So eventually I did forgive him. And you feel better? Way better. Okay. All right, there it is. What's your first name? Shanisa. Okay, and what's your question and who's it for? Um, all of them. <laughs> what was your first professional experience? Oh, your very first? Yes. Like first job? Like experience, like with the business. Okay. okay Laura? In the business that we work in right yes. now, my okay. first professional experience was being an intern. It, I mean, it, I had to be, it was in a professional setting, so I had to, you know, make sure I, show, I was on time and, and I was acting right and I, you know, I, I would speak when I was spoken to and I was all about, I was just like a little sponge. I just wanted to learn everything. So my first professional experience would be an internship. Internship. Melissa, what about you? Uh, it started off doing some PR marketing and events at Social Status, so I kind of got thrown into a role, and I just made it work. And, ke and kept on going from there. Hood Celebrity, was it that closing store with the boss you just fit forgave? Now, my first professional experience was when I got booked for my first gig, where I had to perform in front of people and not just my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you did great. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course she did. All right, what's your first name and what's your question? Kawana too. Um, so my question is, do you have any regrets in your life that, you know, you made? Regrets of decisions that you made or choices like that you made? Life in general. Oh, that's a good question. That's a deep one. I'm going to start the other end. Hood Celebrity, what about that? Thank you very much for that. <laughs> any regrets that you want to share? Honestly, um, yeah, I kind of regret that when I first um, graduated from high school, I took a break. So I regret that because I didn't give myself a chance to go to college. So I would tell all of y'all, don't take a break. Once you graduate, get yourself right in college. And get right going, all right, awesome. <laughs> Melissa, what about that, any regrets? A regret for me was I knew that I wanted to be in New York City pretty much after I graduated undergrad and I waited probably about seven years and the industry had, even though I was working in fashion at my hometown, I know what type of impact I could have made if I would have just made the move a long time ago. Just dived in there. So, you know, you just have to go follow your gut. Um, it was a regret, but at the, end of the, at the end of the day, timing always aligns and what's for you will be for you, so. Exactly, beautiful point. Laura, real, real quick, re regret? I, I don't have many regrets, but one is that I really wish while I was in college, I was learning how to speak French. And I just took like one, one, one course and I didn't, I didn't stick with it. And yeah. now as an adult, I've made so much money being bilingual. That I never, I, I used to get mad at my dad for making me read out loud in Spanish and learning how to write. And I used and to be like, this is happy, annoying. Right? And now I make a whole separate check just by working in radio in Spanish. So if you get a chance to, guys, it, it will help you so much. If you have the, the chance language. to learn a different language, do it. That, I, 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 would say, I would say that's very important too, the language thing. Because as the, as the world becomes smaller and there's more global opportunities, no matter what field you're in, I think that's one of the most things. And it's interesting that all of our, all of our guests said, had regrets about things that they didn't do as opposed to that they did do, which is, is a pretty powerful statement right there. What's your first name and your question? My first name is Sanaya. I wonder how your day was first. And also my question is, what changed the most for you from when you began and then now? Oh, okay. Um, let me, what celebrity, how's your day and what changed the most from you from the start to today? My day was good, thank you for asking. And um, what changed the most is now I barely get to see my family. I barely get to be with my mom because I'm always on the road, I'm always busy. But 
like I said, I'm the provider, so it works. You gotta do what you gotta do, and that's yep. awesome. Melissa, what about you? How's your day been going? My day's great because I'm here with all of you, so thank you. Oh, yes. Um, ultimately, from when I started out, I had a lot of responsibility um, that I'd had really no experience in. It was like, we're starting this company, this is the role that we need you to do, we're gonna figure it out but it prepared me for now. So even though back then I felt like overwhelmed, I wasn't sleeping, I was always working, some aspects of my life are the same way now, but I'm now prepared for it. So sometimes you can connect the past to now and you could just honestly be thankful. For, for where you're at, Laura, real quick, how's your day going? Excellent, thank you very much. Yeah, it's a pleasure being here with all of you guys. So the biggest change in my life, because I was so passionate, I was like, I need to make it, I need to make it. I was working three jobs, overworking myself, just eating crap food. The biggest change I will tell you is taking care of myself, my personal health. You know, I was going through a lot of problems that I would just bury them. And you know, I started reaching out, I, I got some therapy, I started eating better, changing my diet, doing exercise. So when it gets crazy, you have to make sure you always make time for you because you're the most important person. So if you're not right up here, you're not sleeping right, and you're not taking care of your body, it'll, it will catch up to you. And so I think that's the biggest change because I prioritize that now. No, we know, we heard on the morning show, where you, they, the guys were giving you a hard time because you were trying to drink your three bottles yeah. of water <laughs> during the entire morning show and you did not cave to the peer pressure. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for that. What, just come what, what's your first name? What's your question or comment? Desiree, and my question is, I want to be a professional makeup artist, and I want to know where do I start and how to keep a positive mindset. Oh, that's a good one. All right, I'm going to throw that to Melissa because she's in the fashion industry. She sees all those shows and, and all of that. What about, the, what about for, for makeup artists? Well, I think that we all have a tool that we love and we spend aimless hours on, and that's called Instagram. So, oh, you yeah. know, you're right across the bridge from New York City where some of the greatest makeup artists in the world reside. Um, and they're always here. BeautyCon is coming up, I think, next weekend. So, you know, take a look at what surrounds you. And just how I said people DM me, message me on LinkedIn, find my email address, email me. You know, you ask those makeup artists, hey, I'm, I'm aspiring to be a makeup artist. Can I come shadow you? Can I come to a photo shoot with you? Am I able to meet with you for, you know, coffee or breakfast or something? And you just put yourself out there. Some people will respond, some people won't, but you're not gonna make a connection being silent. And there's also a lot of a lot of the makeup artists have their own YouTube channels yeah, where they're showing yeah. different techniques and tips. Absolutely. So you can the you check that out too. Your... Good luck with that. Thank you. All right, thank you. Okay, what's your first name, your question or comment? My name, hi, my name is Kayla, and I would, like, I would like to know what drove you guys to continue thriving and what you guys wanted to be or get to. What drives them, no matter what? All right, there it is. What about that hood celebrity, what drives you? Because that's, that's a performer, and I just want to yeah. say congratulations to you Thank on you. all the success. Thank you so you're much. You're in demand around the world. Thank you. <laughs> which is a great thing, except that it means you're on a plane a lot, you're traveling, you're constantly yeah. all over the place. What continues to drive you? Just knowing that, like I said, I came from Jamaica when I was 12, and my mom sent for me here. And just being the breadwinner since I was a little girl, and I know I have to provide for my family, I have to provide for my mom, my brothers and sisters. So that's what keeps driving me, like... I feel like I have no choice at this point. 
All right, Melissa, what about you? It's kind of the same. You know, I want to make sure that my family's okay. You know, I'm representation, but honestly, it's a lot of you because where I'm from, not too many girls, women, they don't really make it out from where I'm from. So to be completely honest, I it drives me to continue to be a representation for you guys, like someone that was just like you that can continue on. I don't want to just talk about it. I actually want to be a real example for women like you. And be about it. All right. Laura, what drives you? The same. We all came from really rough the same places that you guys came from, when we come to places like this, like we see ourselves in you and just know that it is possible. You just got to figure out. It's not always about ability. It's about access. So even being here today, being able to listen to their stories, we all learn from each other. So you guys got to just make sure that whatever it is that you want to do, you're open to like the knowledge and learn and seek it because you guys have the internet now. You can literally like research everything and get answers it's to right all the there. questions. Like it's right instantly. there. It's so, yeah. much, it's so much easier in that regard. Kayla, thank you for your question. What's your first name and what's your, what's your question? My first name is Omnia. And my Come question is, okay. how did you get through all the disagreement, disagreements and people not seeing you in the position you want it to be in? Or you're ready right now. Like if people are, if people have an opinion of you and they're like, you're not going to really do that, yeah, or they don't, they're not taking you seriously, mm -hmm. basically. But celebrity, what about that? I say all start with self-confidence, just believing in yourself. Melissa? I would say the same. Um, when you are feeling confident and strong about who you are, what you bring to the table, again, a big part of it is going to be something that you apply, which is negotiation. So, you know, if you're unable to negotiate your way into something, then you should always go for it. Exactly. Laura? Same. Who's going to tell you that you can't do what you want to do? Like, who is that person to tell you that you can't? I've had professionals and people look up to tell me, no, and guess what? I still made it anyway. Exactly. So if you really exactly. want to do it, you do anything in your power to make it happen. I think, and I thank you very much for your question. And I, and I think that, you know, I'm, I'm blessed in this, in this job, and I want to encourage it to everybody out here that's interested in journalism and people and what's happening in the world. I've, I've, had, I've been blessed to interview so many people, so many successful people like yourselves, but in all walks of life. And the one thing they all say is they all have stories about somebody that told them they couldn't do it in the yeah. beginning, and then they went on to figure out how to do that or how to do something that was even more groundbreaking, and that's, that's just the key to success. What's your first name and what's your, your question? Hi, my name is Michaela, and my question is, if you aren't in the profession you're in now, what would you be doing? Oh, I love that. I love that. Laura, if you, were, if you weren't Laura Stiles, the radio personality and entrepreneur and, and everything else that you do, businesswoman, what would you be doing? I would actually be doing something that I'm doing right now. One of my biggest passions was I always wanted to be behind the scenes in production. So my other company that I run um, puts together Envision Fest, which is a young women's empowerment expo. And when I tell you we work on building from every single little piece of furniture to scouting locations to booking talent to working with all different kind of brands, like that's what I wanted to do. So now that I accomplished my dream job, that's what I'm doing also. And remember, guys, like all of us have multiple jobs. We do multiple things in I one way or another. I think that's a good another. point too, right? It's not just like one. It's yeah. not. It's not one job or one career anymore. You're doing every. We're all doing a, a lot of different things. Yeah. Listen, real quick. What about you? What would you be doing if maybe, you're not? Maybe I would have went back to be on the NFL sideline. Maybe like you, Lisa, all <laughs> with right. the mic in my okay. hand. Maybe. All right. There we go. Hood celebrity. I'll be doing fashion. I love fashion. I love getting dressed up. I love dressing up people. So I think I'll be doing that. All right. I'd be a rapper. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, here we go. I know everyone's laughing. I'm, that, I'm serious, though. <laughs> um, what, what's your first name and what's your question or comment? My name is Daphne, and first of all, I would like to say to Hoots Liberty that I love your music. Thank you and so my much. friend Akira over there, um, she's, she looks up to you. And my question is for all of you is that how do you deal with discouragement from not getting fast results or the result you desire from chasing a goal or dream? Uh, things taking too long. Yeah. All right. What, what about that, Valissa? Things taking too long. I'm somewhat in that position now, and it's, it's a long process, but it's honestly about keeping the faith. It's so much easier to be negative, to have doubts, but it's about keeping the faith because there's, I wouldn't believe 10 years ago that I'd be in this position. So it's about keeping the faith and maintaining a positive attitude. Again, to piggyback off what we mentioned before, when you have the right of people around you, they'll keep you uplifted even when you might be second guessing a situation or where you are. So it's about good support as well. All right, I'm gonna, we're gonna get more questions here because we're almost running out of time, but thank you so much, Daphne, appreciate that. What's your, what's your first name and what's your question or comment? Step, up, step up right up here, okay. Good afternoon, my name is Betsida Faison, and I wanted to ask you all, um, when collaborating with a business or a person, what are some deal breakers? All right, Hood Celebrity, deal breakers. They're like, we want you to sing, but we want you to perform for 12 hours straight for $25 in a box of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I say my talent is not based off what you think I'm worth, and it's not based off you thinking I'm worth $20. That's definitely not. Period. <laughs> End of negotiations. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Okay, this is the, this is the last question. Come on. What's your What's your first name? Um, my name is Zaria. I also came from Jamaica, but when I was six. But my question. Okay. Come up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> my question is: How did you find your niche of or the group of people that you're with now that help to motivate you, that keep you on your toes? Oh, good question. Laura Styles. what about that? How do you have, because it's a very competitive business. Yeah, yeah, but you will see. Your circle will change, like all of you guys will see. You gotta keep yourself around people who are positive. I've been up for the same position with friends of mine, but I always look at it like this, like one of us gets it, the family will grow together. And there's plenty of times where I haven't gotten something that I wanted, but later on that person gave me an opportunity. I've had interns of mine that now are in amazing positions that have given me opportunities. So you always gotta keep positive. Let me tell you, there's enough pizza for everybody. There's a position for everybody. There's, you know what I mean? Like if one person says no, there'll be another opportunity. And if not, you create that opportunity for yourself. All right, there it is. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. All right, we're, we're out of time now, but I, I want to thank all of you for being with us for, for this special Teen Girl Town Hall. I want to I thank, there's so many people we want to thank, but I really want to thank our amazing panel here for taking the time out of their day and all the different jobs and responsibilities to come here and spend time with you all and talk with all of us about these issues and uh, making us all feel, I know I feel very uplifted and empowered by it. I hope you do too, but thank you to Laura Stiles. Melissa Vaughn, thank you. Hood Celebrity, thank you so much. And to all the walking trophies here in the audience, thank you so, so much. And thank you for joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.
Thank you so much. That was awesome. Great.